Joining us now for five insightful minutes is Avalaris George Trantis. George is the Senior Director of Global Marketplaces, where he oversees the business development operations strategy for Avalaris Global Online Marketplace business. George has extensive experience leading business development strategies in the e-commerce and marketplace industry. George, welcome to OmniTalk. Thank you very much, Chris and Ann. I'm glad to be here. All right. Well, we recently took a look at your report on the 10 common mistakes people make when it comes to e-commerce and tax compliance. So let's start you off with this one, George. Why is e-commerce tax compliance getting so complicated? Well, that's a that's a great one. So, you know, there's over 13,000 jurisdictions in America. And so as you think about that, each one has their the, the ability to make their own tax laws and, and rules and regulations. And so, you know, there's over 100,000 changes each year. And as each one of those changes goes into effect as a retailer, how are you supposed to know about that? And that's one of Avalara's, you know, jobs is we have teams of people that are researching tax laws, rules, rates, boundaries, uh, sales tax holidays. And it's a it's a full-time job for, you know, thousands of people at Avalara. And so when I think about retailers spending time uh, worrying about those things and doing that on their own, it's really not their core business. So that's why outsourcing tax rules and, and race to Avalara is really an easy solution. Well, we won't have you go through all 10 mistakes. For that, Omnitech listeners can read the full report, which will be available in our podcast description. But George, what are some of the biggest mistakes that stand out year after year? Yeah, I think the, the most common ones we see are, you know, failing to account for new product launches or new prop, uh, you know, products and services. Mm. And so in e-commerce and marketplaces, you know, the goal is, you know, what are people on your site for? And then what can you add to that to help them grow uh, and, and expand your sales? And so when you go from selling shoes and clothing to saying selling electronics or maybe food, there are whole sets of regulations that come into place that you may not have thought of originally. And are you collecting the right tax? Are there disposal fees? Um, or are there maybe potentially no tax on some of these products? So understanding the products and services you have today and the differences really make a huge uh, change. So we always tell people, before you add products, come to us three to six months early. Tell us what you're talking about. We can either recommend a, uh, a consultant or we can recommend how to update that in our system by itself. All right, so George, we did want to take a look at a couple of them specifically. So like one that caught my eye, for example, was not keeping track of the costs of on associated with online marketplaces. So how can people avoid making this mistake particularly? Yeah, that's a great one. So I think as you think about marketplaces, there's two sides of a marketplace. There's selling mm -hmm. marketplaces and then running your own marketplace. You know, we've seen, uh, you know, the, the likes of uh, Macy's, Shein, they've all started launching their own marketplaces. But they probably are maybe selling on marketplaces as well. So, uh, you know, keeping track of where your sales happen, the challenges of of that are in itself complicated because they typically go back into one reporting system. But understanding where the sales happen, the channel they're happening on, is it retail? Is it marketplace? Is it your own marketplace? So you're just collecting a fee on that sale and making sure you understand the laws that are associated with that. So. Um, you know, we saw a bunch of changes, obviously, with Wayfair versus South Dakota. And then on top of that, there was marketplace facilitator law. So basically, every state in the United States now has a marketplace facilitation law. The nuances of those laws are what makes it tricky. So as you think about the products you're selling, how you're doing that, and where you're delivering those items to all create different tax abilities. Um, you know, on top of that, we've also got some new laws around um, 1099s in the reporting for uh, sales in a marketplace. So if you own a marketplace, uh, you used to have to file a 1099K at $20,000 for each one of your sellers. 
that's going down to $600. And I think that's going to create this huge change from your average seller um, who was selling, you know, maybe a couple items on Etsy or eBay now having this 1099 show up. So what do they do with that? How does a marketplace handle this? All those things are coming into effect this year. So I think that's really important to think about uh, right now. Okay, George, one more thing I have to ask about, and that's mismanaging tax exemption certificates. What should our listeners do to make sure that doesn't happen to them? So I think the first thing is, are you selling uh, items to you know governments, churches, places that are typically non-exempt mm. or to resellers? Right. So if you are, stop and are you getting a certificate? So let's think about what a certificate is. Um, and a lot of businesses just don't understand that a certificate is from a state uh, and it allows you to exempt that. Some governments will say, here, here's my standard exemption certificate. But as you sell from, you know, deliver that, that item to a state and they say, hey, also ship it to, you know, state B, do you need an exemption certificate for one state or two states, all the states? That's part of what our software does. It helps you, you know, dis, you know, arm yourself with the right technology and the right tools to make sure you are not uh, creating a liability for yourself. So I think the first thing we see is mismanagement of certificates. So expert, they expire. You know, the state of Florida has a one-year expiry. And what really challenges people is how do we understand when it's an expire? Is it when it's signed in, when they logged it in? So our software does automation and um, reminders of those expiries, but also, is it a valid certificate? Did you collect the right certificate type? Why, well, and this this is so good. I, this is such good stuff, George. Um, all right, before we let you go, any final thoughts on what those listings should do to avoid the tax man this year? So we know online sellers are going to face an onslaught of new tax rules and regulations. So just be aware of those. Avalara is an API-driven uh, solution, cloud-based software as a service. We have thousands of partners in the ecosystem, you know, from Shopify, Big Commerce, Salesforce, Oracle, you name them, WooCommerce. The goal is: do you have do you have time to worry about tax? Probably not. So let's focus on what you do, your business. Let Avalara work on the, the tax part of that. You know, our motto is less taxi, more relaxing. We want you to focus on, you know, making sure your business is successful. We'll focus on the taxes for you. Thanks, Love that motto. Thank you, George. All right. This has been five insightful minutes with Avalara's George Trantis. To read more about how you can avoid making unnecessary mistakes with the tax man, check out Avalara's e-commerce and tax compliance. 10 common mistakes and how to avoid them on avalara.com or by clicking on the link available within our podcast description.